In a hole in the ground lived two fugitives, one a war hero of the Swarm War, and the other a widow whose only crime was loving someone. This hole is a lot like other holes they've occupied in the last three years, close enough to civilization to fill supplies when needed, but far enough away local constabulary didn't patrol near where they were camped. Sometimes it was high in the cliffs of Castrovel, others literally a blasted hole in a relatively soft asteroid of the Diaspora. Once it was even in a melted pit inside a slow-moving comet. But now, this one was on a fairly mundane moon of Brathida. Today began like any other. The war hero is tinkering away with a weapon, and the widow is busying herself in meditation. Supplies are dwindling low, but neither of them is in a hurry to go to town. Ugh. Gaia. Yeah? I went into town last week. You need me. You, it's your turn. No, you need to go into town. You know that shop lady has a crush on you. Uh, I know. Maybe you can get a good deal on something and not have to spend as much. You know I do not do well with flirting with people. Yeah, but maybe you get a free loaf of bread. I'm not batting my eyelashes. Come on. Flip your fork. Son of a bitch. Well, looks like it was destiny for you to go flirt today. Mm, I hate you sometimes. Oh, you love me. And out pops these criminals. A hulking vesk in heavily scored light armor, and a smaller but equally fierce drow in a sleek set of armor that seems to blend in with the surrounding flora. Alright, you want bread? Yeah, it'd be a nice change from what we've been eating. Yeah, those pre-made meals are... <laughs> what bread do you want? You know what I like. Get, get what feels freshest to you. No, every time I get something that feels fresh to me, you yell at me because I get the wrong kind. Well... Either I have too much seeds or too little seeds or not... Or... You just want the plain bread. That works. It okay. can go with everything. Alright, I'll be back. Oh, hey, before I leave, how you feeling today? Today's a good day. Alright, good. Now you stay in here, keep yourself secure, I'll be back. Alright, be safe, don't start too much trouble out there. <clears throat> Me start trouble? I finish it, I'll be alright. So Orin, the best soldier, makes his way into town. It's only about an hour walk. It's a it's a well-traveled path that you're on. You are largely left alone, but as you start reaching the city limits, the thrum of life envelops you as you walk into the city proper. People. <laughs> and once you're in town and in the bustle, hustle and bustle of the day's market, you become as invisible as possible for a vesk in armor covered in weapons. You casually approach vendors and pick up the supplies you need with little to no difficulty. Homesteaders and agriculturists come and go with no extra attention given. So long as the customer is amenable to the shopkeep and their credits are good, nobody cares if a vesk asks if this food is poisonous to drow, nor do they care if a drow walks up and wants to purchase vesk strength eye droplets. And as the last of your shopping is done, you go to your bread. You approach the bakery 
and the shopkeep is that Lashunta woman that you've been seeing for the last couple weeks. Her pale olive skin and her antenna take notice of you as you walk up, because as you know, Lashunta have limited telepathy. So you don't know if she was waiting for you, or if she just has you marked. But as you walk up, without even looking, she says, Hey, a big guy. What can I get for you? Hey, I need the freshest bread you got. Big loaf. Oh, big loaf. Well, if you just wait a few moments, the morning batch is just about to come out of the oven. We have a few minutes to kill together. Tell me, who's that woman I see you here with? What is she to you? My sister. Oh, sister. I see where the looks went in that family. Thanks. And as she chuckles to herself at her joke, you don't know if she's calling you ugly or you handsome. Her timer dings. Pops open the stove, brings out the loaves, wraps it in a nice cloth, and uh, ties off a neat little bow for you. But as she's handing it to you, her light green skin pales even further. And she says, quick, through the back. All right, what do I owe you? Nothing, nothing. Just get out of here. Go through the back. Those drones are coming by. Oh, shit. Thanks. Give me a stealth check. Like a vesk in a bakery, you stomp through this shop, out the back door and into the alleyway. You knock over a bunch of pots and pans and cutlery goes flying everywhere. As you leave earshot, she whispers, It's a good thing he's got such a nice ass. As you walk away, the last thing you hear is the ominous drone of the local militia and their hover drones. You know this sound well, you've been dodging them for years and years. And you make your way through the alleys and the streets as you make your way to the outskirts of town. As you are entering the outskirts of town, you see three Marakoi hunters. Tall, but shorter than you still. Lean, brown, and light tan-furred humanoids. Tails armed to the teeth, and their eyes are insectoid. Yep, that's him. Make no mistake. Say, you got a pretty hefty bounty on your head. Qual and I here saw you slinking away from those hover drones and got to thinking, what innocent soul could want to keep such a pretty face off cam? None of your business. I'm just leaving town. Not so fast, not so fast. We just want a little chat with you and the other one you're with. And they hold up their uh, personal comm and they have a hastily drawn artistic rendering of a poorly drawn vest and an even worse drawn drow just... Every stereotype you've encountered in your time in the packed worlds of what a Vesk looks like is on display here. I know this is you. I know the, the eyes don't match, but I know that chin anywhere. This is definitely you. Tell you what, we'll leave you alone if you give us the coordinates to your camp so we can haul in that drow lady, and we'll just settle for only half the bounty. <laughs> you think that's me? This isn't me. Just let me go. I ain't got time for this. Okay, final offer. You tell us where she is, and we'll give you 10% of the half that we're going to be getting. You got the credits right here, and the one that's holding a pulse caster, looking around, head on a swivel, pats a little bag on its hip. Once again, you're blind. Let me go, and you live. If you don't let me pass, we're going to have issues. 
That's my final offer. And all three of them tense up, and the two on the left and right of the center one, Qual being the center one, the clear leader of this little group, they tense up, they grab their rifles, ready their spears, and Qual drops the personal communicator. Falls to the ground, clatters, he drops to his knees, holds his head, ah, 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 and he falls down dead. Give me a perception check. Actually, yes, perception's fine. Yeah, what order is it? Alphabetical order. Under mysticism. Oh, you don't have anything in it. Oh, nope. Do you have a wisdom modifier? Uh, no, I don't. Okay, so what's Just your flat 12. roll? Twelve. Okay, you're, you're able to see you you are un you are not unfamiliar with the sight of blood, and there is a slight blood matting on the fur around the ears of this Maracoy. And where he stood in the distance, about 20 feet back, you see Gaia walking up, her hand outstretched. <laughs> you guys wanted to play. Let's play. Roll for initiative. Both? Mm-hmm. Oh, 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 19. Hold up, hold up, hold up. I need a pencil. Different initiative. Uh, let's see, I rolled a... That's that lockup. So, uh, initiative rolls. Let me write mine down. That's a. Nothing to initiative. Nothing to initiative. Okay, so that's a. 10 and 11. Oren, what did you get? 19. Okay. Uh, Gaia. 9. Okay. So, initiative order. Gaia is walking up, her hand outstretched. She's just dropped this. And you laughed. See, I knew you'd find a way to get yourself in some trouble. This isn't trouble. This is playtime. Speaking of playtime, Oren, you are up with a 19 initiative. You are 15 feet away from the two standing Marquai. 20 feet behind them, again, is uh, Gaia. And what's around me? Oh, yes. <laughs> I forgot I drew a map this time. I don't care uh, which one you want to be. So if I'm 20 feet away, am I coming? I'm gonna I'm gonna place you. Just tell me okay. which one you want. So he, they are, they are right at the edge of town, and the dead one is that one is dead. Okay, so this one's down. Oren, you are here. Uh, 5, 10, 15. So I'll say you're here. Anyway, Gaia, you are 5, 10, 15. 20 feet. 20 feet away. And you're dead center. So he saw you. So, okay, and we will take a picture of this and post it on social media. Follow us at Hexgrid Heroes. Uh, sorry. Okay, so, yep, Oren. Yeah, sure, go ahead. Uh, Oren? You see these two ahead of you. You see Gaia behind them. What do you want to do? I am going to use my leapers. Okay. And jump up to the top of the building or little hut yes, that's yes. next to me. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Give me is an acrobatics okay, check. Or is that too much? Uh, no, that's good. It's okay. Good. So I can do a different one. What was it? Live view. 18. Okay. Yeah, you, cool. yeah you smashed it. If you want to uh, get it from a downward angle from here, just I don't care if Jake's belly is in it or his rocker, shocker, whatever it's called. 
Okay, so that might be a little better. Okay, shocker, rocker. Okay. Okay. Ooh, that's good. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. So yes, with that eighteen plus whatever your acrobatics. You don't have any skills in it. Okay, so uh, it's just uh, add no. ten. So twenty-eight plus your strength or dex. Dex. So Fourteen. Okay. Two. Your modifier. Oh, two. Sorry. Yeah, eighteen plus two is twenty. Plus another ten is thirty. So yes, you are e- easily able to engage the leapers in your vest burgundine armor. And you leap on top of the hut to your right. And so now you have a beautiful panoramic view of the wilderness ahead of you, the bustling city behind you, and these two Marikoi who followed you with their eyes as you leaped into the air. Now mouths agape. And you have an attack if you want it. I pull out my sniper rifle. Okay. And I decide to shoot the one that is closest to me. Okay. What you roll? Uh, four plus where your middle finger is. Your right middle finger. Middle finger on your right hand. Ranged attack. Oh, ranged attack. Duh. Yep. So four plus three seven. Okay. Plus another two because you have um, your half hundred. So nine. Unfortunately, the nine. You shoot the the Marikoi laying in the ground and it's got a flaming hole in its flank. Next up is the same one you just shot. Oh, and I am sorry, but that was my plasma sniper rifle. Okay. So the one that you just shot was going to come up with this pulse caster rifle and fire at you. It's going to take a negative. Okay. Uh, that's a, a one. No, so three plus pulse rifle plus three to hit. It's not pulse caster. Okay, yeah. So, <laughs> three on the die, plus three is six, minus two is four, still misses. It goes wide, it just fires straight into the, uh, straight past you into the sky above. Next up is the one over there. It's going to turn around and fire his pulse caster at Gaia. Fifteen plus six is, no, fifteen plus three is eighteen to hit you, Gaia. Does that hit? Uh I- Yes, I believe I'm at 14. Yes. So. And now I'm losing where I'm moving. Is it the kinetic armor? Uh, Pulse caster is energy damage, so it's your EAC. Okay, so yeah, I'm at 13 on that one. Okay. So yeah, so, it definitely hits. Okay, you take four points of energy damage as this uh, shock weapon fires at you. Remember to take it. Okay, cool. After stamina. So that was them, that was them, and now, Guy, it's your turn. Um, yeah, I'm going to roll first and then tell you what I want to do. Uh, I was getting ready to roll. And then no, 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 tell me like, what you're going to do and then roll. Just go with, no, I was, I'm being silly. Oh, okay. Um, I think I'll, I'm going to go with, you said I'm 20 feet away. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go for, use a spell, I'm going to try and daze. Okay. Uh, so you actually don't need to roll for that. I need okay. to roll a will save. Let me double check that. Do you know that. Is it day or night? Oh, I guess I should have set the scene. It is. Uh, it's about midday. So when Orin went okay. into town, it was just before, I guess, quote unquote, lunch hour, where the market was the busiest. Now it's been about an hour later, while he was doing his shopping, navigating the crowds, and flirting with his Lashunta friend. And so yeah, it's about one, two p.m. Now on this moon, planet. would that be 
lights? Daytime, yes. It yep. would be light outside? Yes. Okay. Yep. Uh, this, this moon is, uh, conveniently enough, follows a similar 22-hour day cycle, and it orbits around this gas giant of Rathita. So at night you see Rathita more as a giant blue gas giant. Right now it's just as if you're on your own planet. There's a sun in the sky. It's a, it's a good ways distant from the way we see it on Earth, about what you'd see it on Mars, a, a sun, a okay. high noon sun of that. Okay. But this is mostly arboreal. I mean, you wouldn't confuse this for any wilderness. It, if you didn't know you were just on a small moon of a giant, a gas giant, you'd think you were just on a nice arboreal planet. Okay. So with days, I need to do a will save. So let me roll that first. 13 plus will. 15. Um, what is your save DC? Did we determine that? By save what? The, uh, the thing I have to beat. I'm going to look that up real quick because we never did that before. You're okay. This is on me for not doing it. Okay, connection power. DC is 10 plus one and a half, so one, so 11. What's your wisdom modifier? Is it a plus three? Three, yeah. 14. So he rolled a 13. Unfortunately, he does, uh, he is able to shake this off. So, okay, on, on your spells right here, mm -hmm. right DC, oh wait, 11. Plus it says 11 one times one. one. What's that? What's a, what's a one? 11, 14. Yeah, DC 14. 14. Yep. So it's one above what you rolled. Yes. But he has a plus three, so technically he got a 16. Oh. So uh, gotcha. you, you cast this spell at him to uh, short circuit his mind, and he's able to kind of shrug it off. Uh, some of the info on the bounty message clearly... Um, clearly says that you're a spellcaster, so he may or may not have some resistance to this, and he may have just gotten lucky. Okay. So, yeah, that was your attack. Would you like to move in closer? Mm. Or would you like to say something? You can say something as a free action. I'd move in a little bit closer, uh, not too close because I want to. I'm going to pull out my Sub-Zero hail pistol. Okay. How close do you want to get to him? Uh, I'll move over to here. Okay, you're just going to take a guarded step, five feet yeah. uh, diagonal closer. Okay, and now you have your. Uh, what was your gun? The Sub-Zero Hail Pistol. Okay, so top of the round now. It is Orin. You saw Gaia move in close as she pulls out a weapon. And you have one Marakoi rifle trained on you. The other one seems to be pretty focused on Gaia. Gaia, you could do a little bit better than that. Come on. And with saying that, I'm going to use Barricade. Okay, good. Kind you want of... to walk me through Barricade? You want me to do it? Uh, I'm gonna basically. I'm, I'm just looking around the rooftop, grabbing anything and everything I can to make a little wall for myself, but enough for my the barrel of my sniper rifle to peek out and some place that I can just aim at them. Okay. On yep. my belt. Yep. On my belly. Yep. And I'll say, you know, with uh, you know, 
detritus cast around by storms of this moon, uh, maybe some building supplies when they were patching up after the last big storm, you're able to establish a 10 inch high little lean to that you can just barely duck behind if you lay prone and still fire from. Roll a d4. Four. Okay, so for the next four, oh wait, no, it's supposed to be after it gets hit, because it could miss, so we're gonna cut that part out. Uh, okay, so now you are ducked behind this thing with your rifle pointing at him. You're gonna fire. Oh yes. Okay, so I'm gonna give you a plus two for height, and I'm gonna give you another plus two for uh, laying prone. I'm pretty sure that's a rule, and uh, feel free to correct me if I'm wrong. Go for it. So add four. I'm not gonna correct you if you're wrong, because that way I can study myself a lot better. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So let's see here. That is the. That's Dex, right? Mm hmm. Ranged firing is oh. Dex. Yep. So four. Oh, no. Sorry. 18. Okay. 20. So that's what? 22 altogether? 22 altogether, yes. You more than enough to hit this Maraquai and you pop him with this plasma rifle right in the shoulder, and there's an angry burn. You got him right between two uh, armor plates. And these guys. They may have uh, access to the bounty that is out for you two, but their armor, they are not experienced bounty hunters. They just saw a quick mark, so their shabby armor can't really stand up to a seasoned soldier such as yourself. So roll for damage. Five. Okay, and you don't add anything for dex-based attack, uh, ranged attacks anyway, so five points of damage to that one. Now, real quick question while... Yeah. He's doing that. Mm -hmm. When I moved over here, I am looking around and observing any items around that could possibly help in my... Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I already had that in mind. Yep. Okay, okay. Yep, you are good. So, okay, you fire this, you shoot him. I mean, I guess you could call it the side boob area of this Maraquai. And uh, he's going to return fire, but he's going to move up close and try and uh, see... If, you know, before he moves up, he's gonna he's gonna fire. See if he hits you. Okay, that definitely hits the barricade. Now roll a d4 to see how long until that barricade falls apart. Okay, so in two rounds, uh, the bear you are not affected at all. He's not able to just pow right into a, a plank of wood that you had propped up against a boulder or a, a cinder block that was up there. So you are protected and he's going to move over and he's going to start climbing it. So I'm going to need to do an acrobatics check. Oh, 16 plus. No bonus to acrobatics. To his dexterity, is there a bonus? Nope, nothing for... So he um, fires, sees he hits the barricade, throw the pulse caster rifle down, and he's going to walk over and start climbing the wall, and he gets about halfway up with that acrobatics check. Next up is the other one. It sees uh, it sees Gaia still there, looking menacing in her strange second skin armor that seems to just match wherever she is before in the encampment. It was there was green, there was you know some tans, and this with this very sandy walkway. It's it's as if she's almost if it wasn't for her dark skin of the drow and her shocking silver hair, he could almost miss her. So he's going to fire his pulse caster rifle again. Okay, that definitely hits. 15 plus 3. Yes, 18 to hit Gaia for another 5 points of damage. As he scores a hit uh, at your shoulder, 
and the shoulder part, when I say stuff like that, mechanically that means nothing. I'm just adding flavor. Um, and sees that he scored a hit. He's going to grin and take a step back. Uh, and it's now your turn, Gaia. Uh, I'm going to use my teleprojectile. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, telekinetic projectile. That was That's me. I filled out their character sheets, but yeah, telekinetic projectile. So... You may be outside of town, but just as Orin had a bunch of debris up there from a storm, there's little rocks, there's, you know, someone's combat boot laying in the sand. So, yeah, any of these you can pick up with your mind, and you want to huck it at the one that just shot you? Yes. Okay, give me a ranged attack. Ten. Ten plus oh total okay unfortunately uh, what did you pick up um the heaviest rock I could okay uh, this sandstone rock goes and zips right by this Marquois he's just able to duck behind and it bangs against this silo and a big gong sound goes all the way through and shoots up uh, would you like to move mm, is me. there anything that I would be able to hide behind um, like a yes, yes. wall yeah, or... where you see what you see before you the uh, the outline that I've drawn that's actually uh, the city it's it's only a six foot you know like fantasy they had those big logs well this is space so these are it's steel but it's still it's about six feet tall if you wanted to dash to the right a little bit and you could duck behind and try and catch him unaware as he comes out yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm going to hide okay. behind the wall, okay. probably at the edge over here, but okay. still behind the wall. Sure. I don't know if that's it. Oh, for height? Okay. Well, no, just so, so, so where she's hiding. I know so, where she's hiding. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. I thought you wanted a silo mini, but okay. Okay, so unfortunately you weren't able to score a hit that time. Top of the round, Orin, you can't see this Maracoy. It threw its rifle down and ran to you, and it's kind of disappeared over the eaves. And the way you're laying down and the way you're propped up, you just can't see him. So do you want to leave your barricade or do you want to fire at the only target you see? I am firing at the only target I see. Okay. Again, plus four to this, plus your uh, range attack. So go ahead. Yeah, plus three. All right, let's see here. What is it? Nat one. Oh, okay. With a nat one. Well, if I add all my points to it. Uh, so in combat, a nat one is an automatic failure. And there are, uh, Starfinder has like critical fumbles and things that do special things. Uh, with a fumble, I would normally have you hit your partner, but even with your plasma rifle, you're unable to um, see her. So you're not, luckily, Gaia ducking around last turn, you're unable to hurt her, but your shot goes wide and you break the barricade a turn early, basically. Just the, the jamming, the the recoil of the shot going really bad caused your barricade to just fall apart. Now what do you wanna do? You wanna get up and move? Do you wanna just lay there? Because now you're exposed. I mean, you still have some cover because you're laying down. Yeah. Um, I want to run over to, I'm gonna run over to the other side of the building where I saw the Maracoy kind of cling to it. So as he pops up over, I can possibly surprise him and get a sure. free attack. Yep. Okay, so standing up uh, as part of the move action, you moved over, then you see a Maracoy saying, Ah, shit! And it's, it's still clinging, it's looking up, 
it knows that it's stuck. Um, okay, and that's where that one's... Now it is that Maracoy's turn. It sees you, it's going to reach down. No, actually, no, it's going to try and trip you. It's going to reach up and try and knock your, pull your leg down. So he needs to do a combat maneuver. I need this thing, just to be sure. Trip, I need to hit. What is your KAC, Oren? Uh, 14. Okay, so I need to hit a 22. Whoops. That doesn't count. Oh, my eye. Oh. My eye. <laughs> Nat 20. Oh, jeez. Yes. Mother. That's a success. Fucker. He is able to reach up, and he doesn't use his arms. He uses his prehensile tail to reach over his head, wrap around your ankle, and pull you down, and you are now knocked on your ass on top of the roof still. Motherfucker. And that was its combat maneuver, so that was its attack. It's going to finish climbing up and stand over you. Pulls out its spear and it's gonna get and it's it's got you where he wants you and he's just laughing like okay I was fine with just taking the drow but two for one and it is now the other Maracoy's turn uh, it knows Gaia disappeared but he doesn't know actually let me see if he does know fifty percent or higher he's going to know what he knows what I know no he doesn't. He doesn't know if uh, Gaia dashed off and just went invisible. So he's going to have his pulse caster out. 5, 10, 15, 20. Give me a stealth check, Gaia. Because you're not moving. 14. Plus your dexterity, I think, for stealth. Dex. Or did we give you a bonus to stealth? No, we didn't. So just dex. So 16. Let's see if he... Not one, no. He is going to walk right by you, unable to see you because you're standing still. You have a free uh, melee attack. Okay. Um, but what weapon did you have out? Did I you... had my Sub-Zero Hail okay. Pistol. So if you, wanted to, if you want to pistol whip this guy, I'll let that happen. <laughs> Roll to hit. So yeah, I'm going to see if I can stealthily pistol whip him. You've already stealth. Yeah, now you're just seeing if you hit. Uh, 19? You totally hit. Okay, KC. Oh yeah, KC is only 12. So roll a pistol whip. It doesn't, it's not really in there. You don't have a blade. So roll me a d4 plus your strength. d4 plus... Strength, so plus one. d4 plus one. Three four, plus one, four. Yep, four points of damage to this one. Uh, okay, so he's not looking so hot. Um... And it recoils as you bash it over the head, <laughs> bash it just just right in the ear. Just you know, you've ever been hit in the ear? It it boxed its left ear as it came uh, walking around looking for you. So now it's your turn. He is aware of you, but he is right there. So do you want to fire your gun, cast a spell? Um, I'll shoot at him with my okay. Sub Zero. Awesome. Shoot him. Is that on that one? Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, you didn't have to move. Uh, when when you pistol whip this Maracoy, you inadvertently jammed, uh, dislodged the battery pack in your thing, and uh, the battery pack slides off and falls to the ground. No shot taken out, no charge taken off your, your gun. However, you're, you... Are able to hurt him at all? Do you want to move? Sure. Uh, 
<laughs> um, so if the yep. battery falls out, mm -hmm. I'm going to, am I able to do like a, a roll? Like, if you want to reload, you have battery packs on you. If you want to pull one out and slap it in as a move action, that's all you'll be able to do. No, what I'm thinking is like grabbing the one that fell out because mm -hmm. it's not damaged. Mm -hmm. It just fell out. Mm -hmm. And do like a combat rollover. Like, oh, okay. I see. that. I will let that happen because that sounds cool. Yes. Give me an acrobatics because, yeah, an acrobatics check is your move action. Go ahead. Give me a really good acrobatics roll. What'd you get? Three. Okay. With the three, you are still able to grab the battery, but unfortunately you roll and don't complete the roll, and now you are I tripped prone. over his tail. Yeah. You are now prone as well. Uh, top of the round, Orin, you are on your back. There's a Marikoi tactical spear pointing right at your throat. What do you want to do? You have a plasma rifle in hand. Hmm. Maybe I need multiple 20 die. You know what? I am going to pull my bravado hand cannon. Okay, you drop your uh, your yeah, your plasma rifle as a free action, as your move action, you pull out your bravado handgun. Gonna fire. Oh yeah. Okay, I'll give you a plus two for being prone. Uh, nat 20. Nat 20. Okay, so, so what I do is as I pull it out, I'm voice, basically, basically pointing it right at, right between the legs. I'm going for the center oh, shot. Okay, sure. <laughs> for, going for his, his doodads. Brain. Sure, okay. Now, your weapon has a critical feature. What is that critical feature? I wrote it down. Nope. Wrote the weapon. Oh, knockdown. Yes. Uh, I bet. So, Roll damage and double it, and then we'll go from there. D8. Mm -hmm. Five plus nothing. No, it says attack bonus. Three. That's attack to hit, not oh, damage. Oh, gotcha. Bonus. Okay. So five on the die. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, good Six, news, better seven. news. Uh, no, you don't add anything to the fire. Oh, I thought you were going to give me... Oh, plus two, but I already had 20, so... Yeah, to hit. So, yeah, so... Excuse me, sorry. Thanks. Dick. So, uh, five on the die, double is ten. He only had nine points of damage, and yet the critical effect still goes off, so his knockback knocks him ten feet off the thing, and he lands in a gross puddle. <laughs> he doesn't even have time to grab his junk. <laughs> he is thrown back, and he is... Like in, in the trail of blood, you'd think it was like a, a Tarantino movie. <laughs> Just that, that curtain of blood. And you know what? You get some on you because of the, the sheer force of this bravado hand cannon knocking him down onto the ground below. Uh, you're able to stand back up, and that's going to be about all you can do. And well, with that, as he's flying through the air, I yell out, Ha! Take that, you fucker! I don't want to tell you what to say, but I was hoping for a Planet of the Apes reference, but never mind. Okay, then I will change it. Okay, do it. Do you have a Planet of the Apes reference? There's only like one that I can think of that fits here. And I thought it was the most obvious one. Oh no, it's Spaceballs. 
Oh, wait, wrong way. Get, <laughs> get away from me, you damn dirty idiot. Oh, yeah. If you want, we can keep the other one. I just. I mean, okay, that's fine. You, Sorry. You're, no, you're good. I'm. Thank you. Okay, so next in the round is that Maracoy that is now uh, leaking from its uh, groin, just puddling around him. And the other one uh, sees this, hears the shriek, hears the thud, see, sees where you shot him, and he's like, ah, this, this isn't worth my time. And it's going to run off. And at this point... I'll let you both get uh, one more shot off on him. You didn't—he didn't really uh, incur an attack of opportunity, and you don't with range. But because he's running away, I'm going to say you have enough time to each get a shot off. So both of you roll at the same time. Uh, since I stood up, you still have your hand. I was going to use my sniper. Okay, that is going to. This is a quick. This is a. Oh, this okay. is an instant. This is a reaction. This is gotcha. all your years of military training. Not 20. Oh, Not 20. <laughs> Are you kidding me? No. Okay. I mean, no matter, even your minimum damage is going to kill him. <laughs> what does your uh, weapon, Guy, what does your weapon critical effect do with your sun zero? Um, it says critical bleed okay. 1d4. Okay. And yours knocks down. So at the same time, you both, like it's a buddy cop movie, <laughs> you each fire at the same time. The impacts hit about the same time. Uh, the bravado hand cannon. Hits just a moment slower because it's a projectile. Gaia's ice blast puts a spear of ice straight through his back. And the Bravado hand cannon's projectile gets him right between the shoulder blades and just blows his head right off. And he falls down. You got one leaking from the trunk on the bottom and one leaking from the trunk on the top. He actually landed face first. Oh, well. So, technically, you decapitated two things. <laughs> today, Oren. Um, <laughs> Except for one through the bottom and one on the top. And how do you react to your win? Also bear in mind, uh, all your gunfire has undoubtedly alerted the people in the city that there's a gunfight out, out on the outskirts. But I feel like this is a busy enough market that they know, like, oh, it's probably some duelists. But they heard screams, so you have a few moments before the... Uh, Militia drones are on you. How do you want to react to this? Alright, D, you need to start showing me some more combat maneuvers. Because <laughs> apparently my roll did not work very well. I tripped over a tail. <laughs> I got you, guy. Don't worry about it. Hey, let's get away from these damn dirty apes and let's hurry up and get back because we don't need any more of these wannabe bounty hunters on our ass. Okay, Alright, so, let's go. Okay, so you are unable to really get anything off of either of the first two or the last two that were killed because you uh, sufficiently gored them. Uh, no, you sufficiently uh, mutilated their bodies. But that yeah. first one that you dropped, Gaia, right at the outstart, right at the outset of this battle, has a, a tactical spear, its own pulse caster rifle, two batteries, a med patch, a, a tactical lash called a tack lash, and 200 credits for you two to split as you two split town. And Quick question. Of course. Now, he dropped that uh, hand computer. Is there a way we can grab that and take that with us? Uh, no. In the resulting fall, he crushed the screen, so it's basically useless. But you know you've been on the run for three years. You know your bounty. You know how much you're worth on what planets. You, kn I mean, if you wanted to upload an accurate picture to the Infosphere, <laughs> I could let you do that. But, uh, no, this thing, he... 
when you dropped him, he we've all fallen asleep and had our phone or whatever smashes in the face. He did the reverse of that to his thing. So, unfortunately, no. It's just a broken gadget. I was thinking that there would be parts in it that we could possibly use. Uh, sure, you can have a broken data pad. Go ahead and write that down in your inventory sheet as you scurry back to your camp and hold yourself up. Broken data pad? Mm-hmm, data pad. And you huff it back to your camp, able to get behind your little barricade, you know, put bushes back up over the front, so a little facade of your encampment. How do you want to react? I'm getting kind of tired of this, uh... Every time we go to town, we have to worry of somebody or something is going to find us. Yeah. But what the hell was that role? I taught I, you. You need to teach me. I taught you better than this. <laughs> you should know. It's because I was food deprived. But, you know. Hey. While we were in there, before we left, while you were searching that one body, saw a poster on the wall. What? What the fuck are we wanted for now? Well, it's actually Starfinders. They're searching for people. Maybe it's a way for us to start doing some good and stop, actually fight for good instead of fight for life. Defense. You know, that may not be a bad idea. At least that way we can get the Vesk off my ass. Because they're not going to go against the Starfinders. I've heard about how big their group is. That would be stupid for them to do it. You know? Might be a pretty damn good idea. It would be a hell of a lot better than planet jumping all the damn time. Yeah. And dealing with these wannabe mercenaries or wannabe bounty hunters that think they can take us every two or three months. Give us purpose. Yeah. I said we do it. Hey, if I can get if I can kill and get paid for it again. Might as well, right? Well, let's pack up the ship and start getting everything situated. Hey, do you think that busted data data pad could work on that rifle that I have? No, let's see what we can do. Alright, well, let's not Might stick take around. Some research here. on that, but let's see what we can do. Yeah, we don't have time to do that shit here. Let's go ahead and uh Jump in the ship and let's go ahead and head off to Absalon Station. Let's go ahead and go ahead and jump jump in the ship, get to Apollon Station. Absalon Station. Whatever. Let's just get the hell out of here. I'll say it right when I get there. Did you get that bread, by the way? Oh yeah, you'll like it. It should still be warm. <laughs> nice. And unfortunately, when you were not prone. It was in your backpack. So it is very fresh, very warm, very flat bread. <laughs> Maybe we can do something with it. And if we cut it in long strips, we can have a flat bread sandwich. Maybe you can go back and flirt with her a little bit more and get another loaf of bread. I have a better idea. Let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> all right, let's go. And as you board up your ship, you throw all your supplies in haphazardly. You know you have time on the way to Absalom Station to tidy things up, a slip of paper falls out of the wrapped bread and it was the phone number of that Lashunta woman and it blows off in the wind as the BMC mauler that you've absconded with when you left the Vesk military floats off into the wilds of this Rafidan moon. 
and you zoom around the planet, you get clearance, check your fuel gauges, you know what your ship can handle, and you engage the drift engine. And for the next <laughs> six days, you are in the you are in the drift plane, and we'll go over what the drift plane is and what it looks like when we have everyone here. But for six days, you'll be traveling in this other realm, zipping to Absalom Station to start a new life. I still like that we've gone plaid. Yes, you've got yes, you guys went plaid, but it took you six days. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm gonna need to fix this ship. This is getting crazy. Definitely need more power. <laughs> Guy, don't ever do that again. <laughs> Noted. And that is the last you hear of these two before they leave the material plane and jet off to their new adventure with the Starfinder Society. And that's where we'll end it this time. And stay tuned for the next prologue of the Hexgrid Heroes Next Generation working title.